0: They're the team to turn to for financial guidance so you can have more peace of mind. It's time for the show. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen. Plan. Thrive.
1: Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Retirement Income Solutions. Listen. Plan. And thrive. I'm Mark Haywood alongside Bill Danner and Daniel Nesmith the team at Security First Asset Management. They are your local wealth advisor serving you in Middle Georgia. You can find more information about the team at CompleteThePlan.com. That's CompleteThePlan.com. Or you can reach out, call the office 800 987 1443. That's 800 987 1443. These guys are also retirement income certified professionals and national social security advisors. They also specialize in working with federal employees and can provide a complimentary federal employee benefit analysis for you. They were honored as one of the top five advisors in the nation in 2014 by Retirement Advisor Magazine. Guys, hello and welcome into the show. How are we doing this week?
0: Hello, hello. How are you doing, Mark?
1: Always a pleasure to be here with you on the radio talking retirement and finance. Got a great show lined up today. The market was a little crazy back in October, and so we're going to talk about some of that volatility and how that might affect you, the listener, and we'll also take your listener questions a little later on in the show. But before we get to any of that, Daniel, I believe you have a fun fact of the week for us. I do.
2: You know, going in this holiday season, I really wanted to remind people how important it is to make healthy choices. The fun fact of the week this week is the average American will eat more than 35,000 cookies in their lifetime. Hey, wow. That's a lot of cookies, Bill. You think I'm there
0: yet? I don't know. You're, you're. I don't know. What's the average age of Americans? <laughs> <laughs>
1: 35,000
0: cookies in their lifetime. Yeah. Just think, if there's a lot of preservatives in those cookies, they could live to be 100. Yeah, my mom always
2: told me I was a kid if you only ate two cookies every time you ate them, you'd never get fat. But, you know, what if you
0: ate two every 15 minutes, you know? So it didn't mm. work for me. Wow. <laughs> well, I think I'd probably have eaten a lot of cookies, kinda, you know, and Twinkies with preservatives in them, so I'll probably live
1: to be 100. That's right, <laughs> man. you
0: got to get those preservatives. Yeah.
1: I'll tell you all, I'd be fascinated to know how many cookies are consumed just in the next two months. And specifically oh, how many cookies I'm gonna consume in the next two months. <laughs>
0: that's a good, good question. Maybe I'll keep the, up with how many I eat this time. I guess there's one thing we can do. What's that? Not make or buy any. Well that's true. We don't have to but that's mm-hmm. no fun, man. It's holidays. Well, it's holidays. Wanna eat, we wanna justify we justify weight gain in the holidays, don't we? Pies we and one, cookies one right now.
2: You bet. We'll take some right
0: I mean, now. You can't have holidays without pies and cookies. <laughs> nope. would not be a holiday. Wouldn't be a holiday. If Wouldn't you, holiday. If you brought fun.
1: if you brought me a pecan pie or pumpkin pie right now, I might leave the mic. You guys might be on your own, and I'd just go to town on that thing. They're the best. But you'd do it next week, too, if it were there, right? <laughs> I would. I'd do it every week, I'll be
0: honest <laughs> with you. That's why the gym exists. Uh, well, yeah. You know, there's this thing called preventative.
1: That way you wouldn't have to use the gyms much, right? That's well, right. It's eighty
2: percent diet, twenty percent
1: exercise. That is what they say. And th- and what that's what they say. And that's why the holidays are only for that, you know, six week period of the year, right? It's Thanksgiving, Christmas, and then it's back to normal. You gotta well, all- we screw the whole year up just in a few weeks. Uh, we do, right. we do, all in moderation. Yeah. Oh
0: man. Yeah. Such fun though it is much fun maybe may, maybe i'll get to see if i live to be 90 and, and divide that into thirty-five thousand. how many cookies am i allowed a <laughs>
1: year oh at that age you can eat whatever you want right well, there's, well yeah might as well but longevity is not an issue anymore right uh, uh, yeah once you get to 90 i've just been told it's kind of all bets are off you know it's fair game Oh boy. Well, we better dive into the uh, segment here before uh, I, like I said, I take off to eat. Now I'm getting hungry. But as I said, the markets were volatile to say the least in the last month. And I know a lot of folks have been jittery about that, wondering what's going to happen. Are they, is the volatility going to continue? Or are we entering a correction or is it going to level out? And are we going to keep hitting those record highs? what's going to happen it's really if you look at the calendar year it's kind of been a nutty year in the markets as well so whenever the market is experiencing a lot of volatility do you guys get a lot of calls from clients you know what Uh, we don't not really Uh, there's a few that we get but
0: not really Uh, i think we found that once we have a a clear understanding and of why we're investing the way we're investing and it's all, all centered in a in a very detailed written retirement plan then we, we can focus on why we're investing the way we're investing, and, and we don't get a lot of phone calls, frankly. We do have to communicate with our clients, which we do. We let them know how we feel about things. We have twice a year of state of the market addresses, uh, workshops, and we use data that's uh, current, and we try to help people understand how the market works in general, and, and that way, if you have a plan in place, and you understand why you're investing the way you're investing, then You take a lot of the the concern out of the, the table, basically.
2: Yeah, I think staying in touch with people lets them know that we're watching out for things and they feel comfortable. Certainly... I would assume that if someone wasn't in touch with their advisor and they saw what on their statement, the October statement that they they got, that they're probably going to be pretty shocked unless they are in touch with that advisor. So I think I
0: think staying in touch is why we don't get calls. What do you think, Bill? I agree 100%. I think that's the way you – understanding why you're doing what you're doing and having somebody to communicate with about it, mm-hmm. make sure you're on course, help to sleep at night.
1: Yep. Well, it certainly just goes to show you the importance of having that plan to help you stay the course, as you just said, Bill. So how should people react and handle their investments during this time of volatility?
2: Well, I would think they would react in two different ways. I think they'd be very emotionally upset if they didn't have a financial plan and their their 401k has dropped by 10%, 12% over the last 30 days, and maybe they feel going into this holiday season that it's another Christmas of 08, where we had a big market shock. That's probably one way you'd feel if you didn't have a plan, but... You know, when you have a plan in place and, and you have your portfolio properly allocated, the right amount of safety built into it, the right amount of liquidity, and knowing that your stocks and your equities are long term investments, you know, you're gonna you're gonna feel better about things if you have a plan and, and have your assets allocated properly for your particular goals. But also having some downside protection built in, you know, we we believe that it makes sense even in the equity portion to have the ability with part of our portfolio to move into treasuries when we see certain key indicators, key support levels being broken through. We, We can move into a little bit more stable asset classes and having that downside protection in your equity portfolio, we think is important for most people.
1: So if you're already retired or retiring soon, talking about volatility, is it okay to have some of this volatility in your portfolio or does it just need to be avoided altogether? Talk a little bit about the risk element there.
0: Well, you know, this is going to sound kind of repetitive somewhat, but we need to have uh, equities in our portfolios in retirement simply because they they outperform inflation and long-term they generate higher returns than most other investments. So we're not against equities at all in, in portfolios in retirement, but we like to base it on a plan, a solid plan, about why, we, why we're there to begin with in the market and, and the type of risk that we're taking overall. So the repetitive of it is the fact that we need a plan in place and understand why we invest the way we invest. And the volatility is going to exist. Uh, if we're going to be in retirement 20, 30 years, there's going to be volatility. There's no question about it. It's the amount of risk that we're taking is that what we're concerned with the older we get. So we try to base uh, our retirement planning based on risk involved all world in general and the outcomes that we're looking for. And, and uh, it, we need to mitigate the risks as Daniel was saying a moment ago, as best we can, even in our equi- equity portfolios. And that's what we try to do. But it's all based on the risk that an individual takes. is based on the overall plan that they have in place. And how much is that risk is also dictated by that plan.
2: Yeah, I would also add to that, you know, without volatility, without access or allocations to equities, you're just choosing to take on a different type of risk, and that's inflationary risk. If you park all your money in the bank and think, wow, I'm not taking on any risk, I'm not seeing any volatility, you're just seeing a hidden risk of inflation. So you're just choosing one risk over the other. We think it makes sense to, and really you can manage the risk in an equity portfolio better than we can manage the inflation risk by just keeping it in the bank. So we got to have some growth money.
1: Well, you're listening to Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Niesmith of Security First Asset Management. This hour of the show, we're talking about market volatility, specific the market volatility we saw back in October and how to approach that volatility, especially if you're approaching retirement right now what to do about the amount of volatility in your own portfolio, how to have a plan in place that takes you through some of the ups and downs of the market. Could you guys give an example of a time when you saw someone get severely damaged by market volatility because they didn't have a well-constructed retirement plan? Sure. I remember
2: a few years back, I think it was 2011, it was a pretty bumpy ride that year, and uh, one of my clients that works out on the base in a TSP plan had – and had chosen to have a large percentage in the international fund because he was just looking to see which ones had the best returns the year before, and then said, "Well, I'm gonna put all mine there." <laughs> um, you know, naturally, it's not the best way to do it, but he did that, and and then we had a pretty rough year. I think he lost twenty to thirty percent that year, and had to wait on retiring because he he didn't think about meeting with me until after that had happened. Yeah. <laughs> so. We want to think about things like that in the decade leading up to retirement. Really what matters is when you need to access your money as to how much risk you should have. Not even when you retire necessarily, but when are you going to need to spend it? If you're going to retire and start spending your money, you need to have that plan well in advance of retirement.
1: Well, this might sound like a foregone answer then, but what's your advice to somebody who keeps losing sleep at night, worries a lot about it? You talked about having a plan what does that look like? We like, again, as in our process is to identify how much we should have
0: at risk to begin with. How much money do we need to have in our retirement plan for the growth vehicle and how much we need to have for the income portion and how much we need to have that uh, has little or no risk to it. So it's an overall planning process. So, But if you still don't sleep well at night, then you shouldn't be taking those kind of risks because even a best plan can have some risk in it. And and if you don't deal well with that, then we have to see if we can make something work that's a lot uh, less risky. But uh, how it works for anybody comes in to to meet with us is that we're gonna identify those. We're gonna identify the goals and the concerns. We're gonna ask those questions. uh, How much can you tolerate? Will you be okay if we we allocate this much to risk, but we're doing this and this to help mitigate the risk? So a plan is individually tailored. We call it the Lifetime Income Blueprint. And we go from nuts to soup about everything dealing with retirement and how we structure our income and uh, how much we need to identify for growth and uh, how much we want to set aside for emergencies, everything dealing with planning for the rest of your life. That's what we do when we do our our walkthrough in our very first visit. And then we start identifying how we can make things happen the way the client wants them to happen. So anybody listening to us today, we've been talking a lot about market volatility, and it's going to exist. You're always gonna have market volatility. If you have a retirement that's 20, 30 years long, you're gonna experience volatility. But having a plan in place helps you navigate through it without having sleepless nights.
1: If you'd like to get that plan in place, you can reach out to the team at Security First Asset Management. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Again, that is your number to reach Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith at Security First Asset Management. Again, 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Just reach out, call, leave a message, and somebody at the office will follow up with you, and you can pick a time that's convenient for you and you're scheduled to come in and meet with the team. All you have to do right now is dial 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443 to get a complimentary review of your situation. You're listening to Retirement Income Solutions. Let's highlight the real stars of the show. It's time for the Client Spotlight. Well, you're listening to Retirement Income Solutions with the team at Security First Asset Management. I'm on with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith, local wealth advisors in the area. And we're jumping into the spotlight. This is our new feature segment, the Client Spotlight. Guys, I want you just to pick someone that you've helped in the last couple of weeks and explain their situation, what you did to help them, and how you were able to walk them through the retirement planning process.
2: Sure. Well, a couple comes to mind. John and Sandy changed their names to protect the innocent. They, uh, they are innocent. They are innocent. Okay. And now they're unknown. Protect them. Yeah, don't you worry. Well, they came in last week, and uh, their main concern was getting an understanding of when they could retire. John is a Christian. Uh, he runs a Christian camp for youth. They have people come out there in different camps and things like that up in North Georgia and his wife, Sandy, she is in nursing school. So she's a little bit older going to nursing school. So what they wanted to find out was when could they retire and how much, you know, what kind of lifestyle could they lead? Had no idea. And so what we do first is we kind of look and see what what they're already doing. What have they done? What have they saved? What are their income sources? Social security, things of that nature. And then Sandy, she's going to be starting to be a nurse. She's planning on doing that for 10 years. She's about eight years younger than than John, and they were thinking they couldn't retire until John was 70, and so what we were able to see based on their budget and uh, what their plan shows is that they can actually retire when he's 67, John can retire, and then Sandy will continue to, to work a few more years since she's younger, but
0: it was really surprising to them that they were able to retire early, and that is not uncommon, is it, Bill? not at all you know when people find out they can retire um, they usually do it sooner than later with confidence because a plan will help them do that i I was thinking of a case when when daniel was speaking i had recently a a couple come in where there was a quite a big difference in age and uh, of course the concern is always then is you're going to have a a spouse that's going to be living a lot longer than you if there's a 15 to 20 years difference in age and so you got to have a, a lot of money put away, especially if she's a stay-at-home mom and hasn't worked and and created uh, enough uh, pay into Social Security and things of that nature. But there's ways to solve those issues. But when they first came in, they, they didn't even see the difference in the age. They were just looking at down the road when they could possibly retire. But we try to help people understand that there's more to it than that, I mean, especially if there's a big age gap between a, a husband and a wife or vice versa. You now have to start looking for a planning maybe 40 years, not 50 years, uh, 40 or 50 years, not 20 or 30 years, rather. And uh, it's a whole different mindset, with things you need to do. And if you have small children still at home at that point in time, then you got to look at educational planning. And that was the case here. There they were things that they had never considered because they were there looking to find out when he might could retire. And with the age disparity and difference, uh, they they really needed to be thinking about other things that they can do to supplement her income now 20 years away, not presently when he retires in the next couple of years having income. So it was a whole different ballgame. And we just don't know what we don't know. And we need to have those conversations with people that can help us uncover some of the areas that we haven't focused on or know anything about. And that's what planning does. It helps us uh, uncover and get directly to what specifically is the needs of those individuals and not just do a cookie cutter approach that a lot of people take to do.
1: Well, gentlemen, thanks for sharing this story. And like you said, it is important to get a plan, not a cookie cutter approach. If you'd like to get a custom retirement plan, a complimentary review of your situation, all you have to do is reach out to Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith, the team at Security First Asset Management serving you here in Middle Georgia. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Leave a message, they'll reach back out to you, and you can pick a time that's convenient for you to come in and meet with the team. All you have to do now is call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. More to come on Retirement Income Solutions. When it comes to retirement, we want you to thrive. Keep listening to Retirement Income Solutions. Well, this is Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith and the team at Security First Asset Management serving you in Middle Georgia. You can find more about the team at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. Or find them on Facebook by searching Retirement Income Solutions. Guys, let's dive into the mailbag. This is one of my favorite parts of the show where we just like to hear from you, the listener. We love to hear what's going on. Again, if you want to submit a question, you can go online to that same website, complete the plan. Dot com. That's CompleteThePlan.com. We've got some great questions that have come into us this week. This first one comes to us from Cal and Perry. Cal says, we don't have much saved for retirement, but we're about to sell our farm for just over a million dollars. We've never really invested in the market before, so we don't really know what we're doing. Where do we start with this new money? Well, can you buy a lotto ticket. Yeah, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> no,
0: no, no. Don't do that, Cal. Don't do that. <laughs> they just had somebody win that in South Carolina, $1 yeah. billion, $1.6 billion. Yeah, don't do, don't do yeah. that, Cal.
2: And whatever you do, don't, don't invest in the lottery. That is not geared <laughs> for investing. But thanks for your question. You know, it's very interesting that you were able to sell your farm like that. We do see people from time to time that will have all their assets in a business or in a farm, and they'll sell it. And then what do we do? We have to have income. Many people need income once they sell their business or their farm. You probably fall into that category. So depending on your age let's just, for the sake of discussion, say you're near 60 and you're wanting to retire and have income. Well, you're going to need a different type of plan than if you're 30 or 40 because you're going to have many more years to accumulate wealth and probably want to stay heavily invested in equities when you're 30 and 40. But if you're closer to 60 and you need income and retirement, well, that's going to take a different strategy. That's going to take a different type of plan. We call that an income plan. And What it means is not having all your eggs in one basket, you know, being a farmer, you probably understand the importance of diversification and having the right types of, I don't know what kind of farm you had, but rotating your crops, you know, you want to make sure you have the right types of investments. So... We want to make sure that you have the right mix of, of investments for your needs. So having everything in stocks is probably not the right thing to do, but there's other asset classes where we would want to take your income from. We generally want to take your income needs out of a portion of your portfolio that's more stable and more protected from market losses. So the first thing to do is to sit down and get a financial plan. If you're, if you're younger, maybe invest it more heavily in equities, but we believe in buying individual stocks part of your equity portfolio as well. There's better opportunities, better buying opportunities than just simply investing in mutual funds or ETFs.
1: Well, thanks for writing in, Cal. Let's move over now to Bethany and Kathleen. Bethany says, I've read about Joe Kennedy and the way that he sets up trust to make sure that every Kennedy that's ever born for the rest of time is basically guaranteed to be a millionaire. Our family certainly isn't the Kennedys, but we're interested in creating some generational wealth. What's the best way to do it? Work
0: hard, Bethany, (laughs) work hard.
1: Get lucky, I I don't know, great call though. I
0: I don't think there's too many of the the Kennedys out there anymore, probably that's a story that's probably gonna be well generational for many, many more years of of wealth. That's that's a wonderful story. I'm not saying we can't recreate things like that, but uh, that's a toughie, but uh, there's things you can do, Bethany, that uh, can help uh, create a legacy for you and your husband, if you so desire, and for your family. First and foremost, you need to take care of yourself. Make sure that you and your spouse uh, are are well set up for your retirement. And then you can work on the legacy part that you want to create for your family. And there's ways to do that. Um, Trust, you mentioned trust. Uh, You could do trust if it were necessary in your planning process to carry on the wealth of of the family for generations. Uh, Those things are available to you. A good trust attorney can help you with that. First and foremost, you need to sit down and have a good financial plan in place that would help direct the monies to the trust and uh, and grow the a- assets for the for the generations uh, to come. Another easy way to pass on generational wealth is uh, is using life insurance, and you can bet that a lot of these big uh, wealthy families in the past used life insurance as a mechanism to generate wealth and also to create streams of. Um, of inheritance that were tax favorable. So trust and life insurance and, and a plan in place for yourself and your spouse, uh, first and foremost, to get you to where you wanna go through the rest of your life and then start working on the legacy. Those are all part of our planning and that's what we offer our clients is uh, an opportunity to sit down and, and talk about those things and help put in place what we desire to be and to become a, as we retire and, and and create wealth for our family in, in one way or another
1: and let's take a question now from jared jared's in macon and jared says i'm about to get married we're both in our 50s and it will be my second marriage and her third i'd like to keep all of our assets separate so that we each have our own financial lives and don't have to fight about money but how do we plan for retirement if we don't really know what our total numbers look like well that's a tough situation but it's pretty common
2: you know people that especially, you know, when they're on their second marriage. they Maybe finances were an issue in the first one. They want to keep them separate. Very common thing to have. It's not uh, that difficult to do. When we sit down and do our preliminary talks about what kind of goals you have, things like that, we would just look at separate budgets. You know, how much is each person going to spend? Are you going to be accountable for your portion of the monthly spending? And your income versus outgo is the main thing, seeing how much – uh, income needs you have and what sources you're gonna have it from. Everything just has to be kept separately. Separate checking accounts, keep your investments separate, and then run the budget separate. Have specific things that each person in the relationship is gonna be responsible for paying for. But you know, you don't need your total numbers, you need your personal numbers. You don't have to necessarily know the total numbers for your spouse, but you know a lot of times people are okay with their spouse knowing the situation. It's just a matter of, of keeping up with it separate. I know plenty of people that'll have different responsibilities within the marriage. You know, one person may pay for the mortgage. There's a person who may pay for the utilities and the groceries, mm-hmm. things like
0: that. Uh, it's not uncommon. I think another thing that we need to consider as well is what, what's the end game? What happens if one of you pass away? How do you want your assets to go then? Uh, sure. How do you want to take care of each other if you indeed want to? If one income's greater than the other yeah. and other assets are greater than the other. It's important to look at that as well.
2: Yeah, mainly it's not about not knowing what the other person has. You're probably going to eventually know what your that's response is. working together. Yeah, working together and developing separate budgets, separate responsibilities, and that's things that we help people with all the time. And we create a lifetime income blueprint for them so they know where the money's coming from and understand what their responsibility is.
1: And tell me a little bit about what that lifetime income blueprint looks like. Cal, Beth, and Jared, great questions, and of course, they probably want more specific answers to their questions, but we can really only get so specific on the radio. So tell us a little bit more about that income blueprint and what it looks like to get one of those.
2: Well, your blueprint is your personalized roadmap to financial income in retirement. You want to make sure that you have a very good understanding about what you're going to do under certain circumstances so once we know your goals dreams aspirations and and your resources to accomplish those we chart a course for you so you can see what types of investments you would need we'll also make sure you're on track you know so just because you start on track five years from now doesn't mean you're still on track so part of our blueprint is ongoing reviews and maintenance making sure that just because you were on track, maybe some things have changed in your life. Well, we need to make adjustments. So it's not about a one-time occurrence, sit-down blueprint. It's an ongoing process that we have. That way we make sure our clients thrive throughout retirement, not just make it to, but through retirement and enjoy every aspect and time of their life.
1: Of course, if you'd like to reach out to the team at Security First Asset Management, you can do so by dialing 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. That's your number to get in touch with Bill Danner and Daniel Niesmith. Get that retirement income blueprint, a complimentary visit with the guys. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Leave a message. They'll reach back out to you, and you can pick a time that's convenient for you to come in and sit down for a complimentary visit. All you have to do right now is dial the number 800-987-1443. That's 800 987 1443. Well, Bill Daniel, as always, a pleasure being on the show with you this week. Thanks,
2: Mark. We appreciate it. Thank you, sir. You have a great day.
1: You guys do the same. We'll do it all again next time on another edition of Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, Plan and Thrive. Securities and advisory services offered through Madison Avenue Securities are registered broker dealer and investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. Security First and Madison Avenue Securities are not affiliated entities.